saw the uh, paragraph um, Belas wants to clarify. Yeah. Does uh, anyone would like to now Bella, what you did you say you don't understand that paragraph. Can you yeah. tell us what you do understand, if anything, from that paragraph? Um, now, oh God. Okay, no problem. So um, you know the what we're talking about in this particular topic. That uh, emotion things, I think I had a problem with. You know emotions. So what we're saying here is, who would like to answer, Bella? What that paragraph is talking about. Make them. And it was a reference. Uh, it was uh, sent on WhatsApp. Um, which book do you have? The uh, BT book. Yeah. Page one one two. If you've got the old one, the orange one is one one two. Do you want to read it out the paragraph? That might make it easier. Okay. Okay, here we go. So if the con, um, it's in, this particular paragraph sort of follows after the um, previous one, but the, I'll read it. It says, whereas with the proper intake of spiritual knowledge, you rise from a physical, sensual person to emotional, to intellectual, to spiritual. People the world over have been denied spiritual education. As a result, they are steeped in ignorance and preoccupied with accumulating material wealth and indulging in their senses. Not realizing that wealth and senses can provide only a false sense of peace and pleasure. As a person acquires spiritual knowledge, he arises from the physical to the emotional level. He is no more victimized by material and sensual demands. His physical pleasures are shadowed by the joys of the mind. Thus continuing to acquire more knowledge, he develops intellectual clarity and awareness with satisfaction and solace, superior to joys of the mind or pleasures of the body. The culmination of knowledge reaches the seeker to the Supreme Self, the abode of absolute peace and bliss. The ultimate spiritual experience is like blazing sunlight before all other lights. That's the right one, huh? Yes. So who would like to explain to Bella? Have you got the reference in the book? Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
So the previous paragraph talks about spiritual knowledge, um, but it's not taken in properly. Spiritual practitioners don't follow the method of learning, wisdom, reflection, contemplation. So they're still in the world enjoying everything while they're supposed to be um, spiritual, but they're not. Because if you are and you had the right knowledge, this is what would happen. The previous paragraph means yeah, if you don't get the right knowledge, you have the knowledge, but you're still reveling in the world and doing everything normal. But the right knowledge, this, is, this paragraph says if you have the right knowledge, this is what it's supposed to do to you, how it's supposed to affect you, develop you. So who would like to explain what that paragraph means? Um, yeah. um, to my understanding, the way that I uh, read it would be that um, although somebody is reading the spiritual text, they're still very much mind-led because if we're thinking about um, mind versus intellect, it's the intellect that can discriminate and question what you're doing, why you're doing it, and whether it's right to do something or not, whereas the mind doesn't discriminate at all. It just runs after desires and likes and dislikes. So if you're developing spiritually, you're learning that running after the mind is futile because you're never, it's going to be a continuous cycle. But I don't know. Okay, anyone else? Any idea? Well, I, I agree with what she's saying. Huh? Yeah, I agree, but it's getting, like you say, it's taking that knowledge in to actually practice it. Yeah. Um, and then developing yourself, like you said, like emotional first. Yeah. You to understand what does it mean by emotional and intellectual and things? So when it's emotional, it's you're reacting straight away to things instead of thinking okay. about it before you stop and think, okay, why am I reacting to this? Okay. You're developing emotionally mm -hmm. to say, I'm not going to be affected. So then you stick to the next level, which is your intellect. Okay. Your intellect kicks in to say, okay, that's your mind saying, do this, do that. Your intellect says, no, this is what you should do. Mm -hmm. so then you then you get to the spiritual level so that's developing in that way that's that, that's okay. my understanding anyone else magna any input okay not a problem so let's just uh, discuss this so the previous paragraph said and stop me just put your hand up if you want me to stop and uh, ask a question, yeah? Because actually out of this whole topic, that particular paragraph that Bella highlighted is the most important one. Yeah, so it's important that uh, you understand it clearly. So the previous paragraph said that religious practitioners 
have not been following the prescribed procedures for spiritual development. So they run through a lot of literature and they have knowledge which they've got from a lot of literature, a lot of books. But they're still indulging sensually, materially, they're still in the world and they're still interested in all the pleasures the world gives, even though they have the spiritual knowledge. So therefore they're not absorbing the knowledge, it's just knowledge. It's like gold on a mule's back, they said, it's no good to him. He has the knowledge, but he's not putting it into practice because he hasn't absorbed it. Is that clear, Bella? Yeah. Is that clear? Yes. So he gets the knowledge, but he doesn't change. So the paragraph you're asking is saying, if you had the proper knowledge, proper intake of spiritual knowledge, yeah, and let's say the even in the first paragraph, before paragraph, the guy person did have proper spiritual knowledge, yeah. And if you uh, if if you absorbed it properly through reflecting, studying, contemplating, then it will change you as a person. And it talks about how it changes you as a person. It changes you from a physical, sensual person to emotional person. So the the hierarchy is. First, the grossest person is highly physical, sensual. Yeah. He only caters to his body. All his desires are to his body, sensual. Yeah. The five senses, that's all he indulges in. So what's higher, it's saying what's higher up than that is emotional pleasure. Remember the example we gave you? Um, you revel in your emotions. The mind is higher than the body. Okay, the body is controlled by either the mind or the intellect, correct? Therefore, mind is superior. Yeah, and the intellect is more superior because the mind is like a child, we say, likes and dislikes. So who, who's the adult we said is the intellect, correct? So the body is controlled by either the mind or the intellect. So therefore, the grossest happiness and is just taking, uh, uh, just indulging in your senses, yeah, which everyone does. So what they're saying is, with proper spiritual knowledge, and by converting it into wisdom, you rise from just just using, you rise from a sensual person, meaning just reveling in the five senses, to an emotional person. So what does that mean then? You're now reveling in the mind, emotions of the mind. You're no longer interested so much in the sensual pleasure because the pleasures of the mind is greater. You watch you the mind level. Mind level is greater. So I gave some examples. Um, Physical sensual play. <laughs> Emotional level of the mind, you indulge in emotions. Now, what are some of the emotion, uh, what are some of the emotional things that we could do that makes you happy emotionally? So 
Sorry? Your mic is off. I think that does. Yeah, eating lots of cakes and things like that. Oh. Yeah, that's <laughs> so that still senses. We're talking about okay. hardware now. So I gave we gave the example on Sunday. For example, you do charity work. You feed the homeless. Uh, you do all sorts of work. You you make food for your neighbour. You cook for the neighbour. Yeah. Uh, you share things with your neighbour. Um, you go to a local school and volunteer. Yeah. All these things you're catering to the mind level because it makes the result is when you do these actions, it makes you feel good. I did this. You know, I helped that person. I'm not saying it's bad. We're not, we're not saying it's good or bad action. Please don't think that I'm saying that is a bad action. We're just saying that we're reveling at the emotional level, which is the mind. By doing these things, it makes us feel good about ourselves. Correct? Understand? Okay. So then you get more spiritual knowledge. Yeah. Then no longer the mind, the emotions of the mind, you're no longer interested in. It brings you up to the intellectual level. So the happiness, the um, when you cater to the intellect, it's even more uh, subtle happiness than the senses and the emotions. You're reading a lot. You know, you see people, they're just reading. How can you just be reading all day? Why don't you go out? But they're so reveled in that intellectual thought. They're getting all the happiness from that. They're not interested in going to the movies or anything like that. Yeah? You just enjoy reading and uh, intellectual pleasure, finding about what's going on in the world and things. Does it make sense? Bella, does that? Yeah. So you get more knowledge. What happens? Takes you away from all those three. You get knowledge of the self. It's the highest pleasure you will ever get. And that's what true spiritual knowledge is supposed to do for you. So what they're saying is if you're still, you've got the knowledge, but you're still reveling in the senses, five senses, then the knowledge isn't having an effect on you. You're not taking it in, taking it in properly. Does that make more sense? So would anyone like to add to that? So your, your desires are for more knowledge, spiritual knowledge, because when you are studying this knowledge, it makes you think of the self. The happiness it gives you when you're doing that, no other desire can fulfill that. No going to the movies, eating cake, uh, doing whatever. That doesn't compare to that experience. No emotional, uh, no charity work you do or anything. That doesn't compare to that emotion, that feeling you have when you're studying about the self and becoming one with the self. No intellectual study will give you that happiness. They said, it was said as the absolute, the abode of absolute peace and bliss. So absolute peace means you can't get any more peaceful than that. 
and bliss, happiness. The ultimate spiritual experience is like blazing sunlight before all other lights. So they're saying, imagine the sun and how, how bright that is. All other happinesses, all other experiences are like normal, like flashlight, they're saying, compared to the sunlight. That's the difference. So, So that's what spiritual knowledge is supposed to do. It's supposed to raise you from wherever you are. If you're emotional at the moment, the knowledge should raise you to an intellectual level. Yeah. Uh, two things I'd like to add. Um, first, from that paragraph, um, as you said earlier, Andy, if you just have knowledge, it's like having gold on a mule's back. <laughs> so as you amass knowledge, you must then live by and apply it because wisdom is applied knowledge. Mm -hmm. Once you apply the knowledge, you get from knowledge to wisdom to a higher state. Yeah. Secondly, also, where you're dealing at the gross level, the body level, um, that's like extroversion. And the more you develop through the mind and then to the intellect, you become introvert. More so introvert, said, absolutely. As you said, then you know you want to spend time doing more study and applying more study. Mm. So you drop the lower values, yeah. and then go on to the higher values. Once you establish in higher values, there's no way you it'd be very difficult for you to get back into lower values again. So you establish yourself with wisdom in a higher value. Does everyone understand what Kirk, Kirk said? So as you get the knowledge, you raise yourself from the lower values to the higher values. And where you're looking at the world for happiness right now, as you get this knowledge, you find happiness from within by just thinking of this knowledge and the self. It develops you to that stage. That doesn't mean that you don't do all those things. You may still do it. You don't get the same happiness and pleasure as you do before because you've tasted something higher now. Yeah, you don't give so much importance. you tasted something higher. How can we put that as a, something higher? How can you put that as an example, some example? You taste something higher. You, you eat a normal, uh, you know, the American chocolate, which is like candy. It's supposed to have chocolate in there, but there's hardly any chocolate in there. Yeah. yeah. That so you eat no, that and you enjoy rubbish. that. Huh? The Hershey is rubbish. Yeah. Then you come here and you have the Mars and sneakers and all that. You think this is much better than that Hershey American rubbish. Yeah. Well, better still, you go to Belgium. Then you go to Belgium and or Switzerland. Then you taste the chocolate there. Would you then eat Hershey bars? Not at all. Would you eat Mars bars and Snickers? You only want Swiss chocolate and Belgium chocolate now. Because you tasted the higher. So similarly, the Hershey bars represents for the body senses. Yeah. Well, uh, everything is for the mind, emotions. That's that's the level. Yeah? Like Andy, you never get back to Nescafe after the Java. Yeah, that's uh, that's for only developed people. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, you, you know, then eat Cadbury's, which is intellectual level. Then you eat Swiss and Belgian chocolate. You, that is the 
maximum happiness you can get from chocolate. Mm. That is the equivalent to being one with the self, the happiness you get from the self. Supreme bliss. Supreme bliss. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. sorry. Is it, is it fair to say though that that difference between the central level to mind level is not as big as the mind level to intellect and then intellect to spiritual. Those thresholds as you go up must get stronger, otherwise it'd be easy to, to do it. I think um, it, it depends on the person itself because uh, different people are already at, maybe at, the, at that intellectual level yeah. and have no spiritual knowledge. Yeah. You know, so it depends on the personality of the person. But we were just going through the hierarchies. Yeah. You may be an intellectual person. You hate going out to uh, movies, restaurants and everything. You know, emotional level, you're not interested. You only like reading Shakespeare books and the, and, and the um, kind of happiness you get from reading those books. Nothing else compares. But you don't have spiritual knowledge. Oh. Yeah. So that's your starting point. Then you get spiritual knowledge. <coughs> Once you understand that spiritual knowledge, you're already an intellectual. It doesn't take you long to get to that next level. So where's your starting point when you get this knowledge? Maybe absorb it, then it tells you how easy it is to get to the next level. So a person only in the senses or emotional or mind, it would take him a lot longer to get to that intellectual level and then to move to the fourth level. But that doesn't matter because as you are as you are moving forward, you're already getting that happiness. Mm. I thought also um, I was I suppose reading these things. I think it depends on Magda your question about asking. It depends on the subtle intellect as well mm. because if we're thinking about the gross intellect, that's always, the gross intellect is only relevant and helping, assisting within worldly matters. Yeah, but it's the subtle intellect that enables us to contemplate and think of the self. So depending on um, how much of the subtle intellect has surfaced as well, because do you remember when we talked about previous life experiences about coming into, why is it that uh, if we're thinking about Lord Buddha, you know, at such a young age, he left everything and went to seek for self-realization. Um, if we're thinking about um, my Guruji, Swami Dabawan, from such a young age, you know, he he knew that this world is not for him. He must have had an amazing subtle intellect, and all his uh, time from school, he wanted to leave early. So, to my understanding, it's almost about the subtle intellect as well, depending on how much knowledge you can take in. So, um, basically, we've covered it before, but just to go over gross and subtle intellect. Gross intellect only works in the world. Anything to do with the world, an highly intellectual person, no knowledge of God, yeah, he has a very strong intellect, gross intellect. 
the subtle intellect only the subtle intellect allows you to think of something beyond the world. We have covered it before, but Magna, you may have missed it. Only the uh, subtle intellect allows you to think of beyond the world, the spiritual, the God. Everyone has the same amount of subtle intellect, but it's covered with desires. So as the desires go down, the subtle intellect is uncovered. Hence, we say reduce desires, because as you reduce desires, it, the, the subtle intellect is exposed. Therefore, it allows you to think of that higher, this knowledge comes, you're absor able to absorb this knowledge in more easier. That's why we say reduce desires. And the subtle intellect can come at any time for people. Yeah. Um, also, at the beginning of the paragraph, Andy, it said about um, how spirituality is um, parroted uh, by religious leaders around the world at the moment. Mm -hmm. So all they do is quote scripture, but there's no way that you can, just by hearing it, there's no way that you can actually apply that knowledge to further your spiritual development because they don't do it. Yeah. yeah uh, and that, that's before kind of religion these days, I think. Yeah, that's what covered earlier in this topic is that, you know, there are many spiritual practitioners mm. knows about spirituality, but they have the knowledge, but they may not be absorbing it to change their own pers personality, their own life. They're not raising themselves. You know? um, so it's more about using this knowledge to raise yourself to the next level up than just knowing the knowledge. There's a big difference. The next topic we're going to cover on Sunday is the aggressive and passive. That will give you a better idea of um, what we're talking about. Mm. But Bella, does that answer your question? Yes, it's understandable. Thank you. Yeah. So this knowledge raises you from dross, emotional, intellectual, to self-realization. If you take the knowledge, you study it, absorb it, and you live it. No other way. Okay, any, any other clarifications on that particular? Are you okay? She's still thinking about the chocolate. Are you okay? <laughs> oh no, you found out. <laughs> oh, look, yeah. I've, got you the I've got the Hershey <laughs> stuff, I've got the Cadbury, I've got the Swiss stuff. So now I need to develop my intellect to get right to the top now. <laughs> yeah. No, you're okay with that uh, explanation? Yeah. Good. This is the goal. I mean, this is the main top. This is the main paragraph in the whole topic, actually. If you understand this, then you know why you need to do it, what it will have on you, and how you will know that you're getting there. That particular paragraph. So read it again and think about it. Anything else that anyone would like? Yeah, Megna. 
So if we're talking about understanding the knowledge, for example, with this paragraph specifically, when you understand the knowledge and absorb it, does that practice then come with that, just having absorbed it? Because obviously it's like the physical, how, how do you physically practice it? Or is it just the fact that because you have understood it and know it, it automatically becomes the way you think? Okay, anybody would like to answer that question? He's saying, okay, I've got the knowledge, I've studied it, I've absorbed it. How do I then live by it, correct? Yes. Any idea? It's all about practice, isn't it? Practice, okay. Anyone else? Sharing the knowledge with huh? others. the knowledge with others. Sorry, what was that, Bella? Talking with others, like Talking sharing. with others. Depends on talk to, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, was I, what was I going to say? Um, remember the uh, yogurt example that was in that we discussed. What happens as you get as the yogurt becomes thick? It's no, it's very it's much more stable. So similarly. That knowledge that you've absorbed, you'll know when you've absorbed it is when you start living it. In other words, when you've converted it to wisdom. See, you know, for example, when you're a kid that you put your finger in the fire, it burns. Yeah, you, you, you experienced it. Now you have the wisdom that fire burns. Now you never thought you put your finger in the fire, do you? In way, the knowledge will convert into wisdom and then you live by it. When you're living by it, then you know you've converted it. You can't practice it without actually you absorbing it because you need to know why you're doing it. Just the mundane stuff doesn't affect you. And yeah, um, and the other uh, factor was less agitation. Milk, milk is agitated, it's running all over the place. The yogurt is solid. You're not affected by anything. Then you know the knowledge is working. Your partner tells you off. Water over ducks, ducks back. Whatever. You're not affected by anything. It's raining. Whatever. Because you have a knowledge, you understand how life is. Nature, everything. And there's an explanation for every action by anybody. If you know that, why would you be affected? So, um, like last week, um, so I was talking about appreciating like the sunset and all that. Isn't that like emotional as well then? So if you, you are affected by it, aren't you? You're enjoying the sun, sun, sunset. Anybody would like to answer that question? Just not been the saying, um, when you see a sunset, you're enjoying that emotionally. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's both, isn't it? You are, you are happy experiencing it, but you understand the reason for it is something more high and more important. So you understand that, but you do feel happy sort of physically from that, but your understanding of that is higher why it's caused rather than oh this just looks nice absolutely absolutely right but can you just expand on that what 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 would make what's the difference between the two 
between the... Okay, you said a person sees the sunset and enjoys it, and you said something more. You said that, or you, you understand. What do you understand? Oh, you understand why we, why, I don't know, why we have sunsets, why they're called, you, the, the fact that it, the sun sets, those sort of things that are not beyond our human control. Okay. You're right. So, yeah. Mm. Anybody else would like to add? So you see the sun setting. Rajesh and Bella, Rajesh sees the sun setting. Oh, isn't that a beautiful sunset? It's really good, gorgeous. I like it. It's really nice. Bella sees the same sunset, so yeah, I agree. But isn't God amazing? Isn't Brahman amazing? What a beautiful sunset is created. She's still enjoying the same sunset, but she has the knowledge and understanding of life and how this has come about. So her reveling, her enjoyment is much higher than what Rajesh is enjoying because she's thinking of the higher, something beyond the world. And you have that connection. So you're both seeing the same sunset, but different level of, of happiness you're getting. Also a sense of gratitude. Gratitude. Whoever made this sunset, I bow down to him. What a beautiful sight. I've never seen anything so beautiful. See the difference? Just now, does that? Yeah, this is Pita signing this is like no this is created because of this this and this and that the big bang theory that i still can't so you're you're not you're muffled. Is, um, muffled move the chocolate out of the way yeah i find it more difficult to say okay it's somebody higher who's created the sunset because um, the way I've been taught, because I've done so much science, it's like it's part of the Big Bang Theory, this is how it came about, and because of question everything, mm. how do we know that that actually happened? So to say it's God or some higher being, that's mm. the hard bit to say yes it is, or just to trust that notion that it is somebody higher. So you, that is something that will, um, that you will um, gravitate to, once you have more understanding of this subject. Yeah, right now you're absolutely right. You don't, you're not able to do that because you, you, you haven't had enough knowledge of the higher. Yeah, why, you know, I was reading this morning, I'm not gonna go into it. I was reading this morning of the guru talking about coming across people who think that this world was made from atoms and so on, which it is, by the way, yeah? And he put an analogy forward saying, how can that be possible? And he put an argument, which I'm not going to go into, okay? <laughs> what I'm saying is that as you develop in this subject, you will come to a conclusion that it can only be something higher. Yeah, it's, it's like wanting to believe there is something else because how is this possible? Especially when you're the way the mind works and how everything affects you, and the science hasn't 
cannot explain everything as it were but I, I, you know, I'm like kind of 50-50, like, you know, there is something higher, yet science can explain bits and pieces, but not all of it. And the more nope. we look at different things, we realize there is, yes, there is something. But so it's just when, as you gain more knowledge, yeah. as you gain more knowledge and more wisdom, you will have a better understanding of how this works. She's questioning this. You know, but like like Siddle said, the fact you're a scientist and you're questioning it, that's the start. There's a possibility there could be something higher, you're saying, but I don't know yet. Now that's starting starting point already. You know, what will then come is inquiry, which is what we're doing. When we get to the end of the book, you might say, okay, now I understand. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> We're only on chapter seven out of twenty. We're still going to deal with the world and everything that you you indulge in the world before we get to the higher state. <laughs> so make the most of it now. <laughs> you'll be too abstract. Yeah. Now, go. No, I was going to say that, as in through science and things, I also believe those things that have happened too. But I think the way I look at it more so now is that. The science explains it, but then what created that science as well, if that makes sense. So it's almost like there's always going to be something higher than that, even because obviously the fact that the science is there in the first place didn't just create itself. So you could always just, with anything, there's always going to be a higher than that, a higher than that, a higher than that. So I think that's how the two incorporate for now. But when, like, I mean, because when we get to the end of the book, maybe we'll... Yeah, you'll have a better idea. So what yeah. basically what we're saying is this is the effect, but what's the cause? Yeah. Yeah. You're saying cause is science because I understand science. Mm. So when we get to the end, you'll you may question and say, okay, the cause is not science, it's this. The effect might be science. Yeah. The cause may be something else. So this is this is where we're moving. This is what we're gravitating towards. That's what we're going towards. That's our journey to understand how this world functions. And, um, but we have to start from what we know. Right now, we know our body, mind, intellect. We know the world, we know enjoyment. We have to start from there and then work our way up, which is what we're doing. Baby steps. Baby steps. <laughs> you know, you can't enjoy, enjoy the Swiss chocolate, Belgian chocolate yet. You want to appreciate it. <laughs> Until we get to chapter 20. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Kirk, you had something to say. Yeah, no, I just wanted to add to what uh, your Snubbin was talking about. We've all been through it. We've been through a school. We've been through education. Um, but all the knowledge of the world, your Snubbin, is, is using your gross intellect. Yeah, because it's confined to the world, i.e. scientific knowledge. Yeah. But as you develop spiritually, you'll use more and more of your subtle intellect. That there is uh, a higher force working beyond science, which maintains meticulously the world. And when you use your subtle intellect more and more, you'll realize the splash of that wonder, which adds to your scientific knowledge. But as Andy said, that scientific knowledge is a start because we've all got to start somewhere. Mm. 
And as we develop spiritually, you're using your subtle intellect more and more. So then you'll see that, okay, yes, I understand it from the scientific point of view, but now I also see it's frozen away. So why that sunset happens so meticulously. Yeah. It's a, Does that make sense? Yeah. Does that, just now then, did you hear what Kirk said? We'll cover a little bit. But it, yeah. it, it's, it comes from growth. And the subtle intellect will slowly unfold within you as you gain this knowledge. Now, the, the reason why, and for you to understand what the subtle intellect is, I will tell a hundred people about this class on Sunday, correct? Seven people say, I'm interested in that. I'd like to know more about that. And they will join us on Sunday. They're the people who have a little bit of subtle intellect, who are interested in this knowledge of something beyond the world. Yeah. The rest of the 93 people do not have a subtle intellect yet unfolded. They haven't exposed it yet because they have too many desires pertaining to the world. So their gross intellect, they may be accountants, solicitors, whatever. But the fact is that they only have a powerful gross intellect and too many desires. Hence, this knowledge, they're not ready for this knowledge yet because there's no subtle intellect. So as the subtle intellect is exposed, you become more interested in the subject. And that's why there's very few people interested. Because most people are cross and interested only in the world. It's not their fault. It's just this is how it is. That's why they say when you come across this subject, you're very fortunate because you're ready. Your life cycle is such that it's allowed you to identify with this knowledge. So it's very better. Like they say, yeah, when you come across this, hold on to it. Don't lose it. It takes effort, but hold on to it. Because you don't know how lucky you are to come across this and be able to, um, you know, be able to identify with it, even if it's a little bit. Hold on to it, they said. Any other clarifications or question before we uh, sign off? And these are what gurus are saying. Yeah, self-realized souls are saying this. Not me, self-realized people are saying this. Krishna is saying this. You must have done, you must have put in such a good cause for this effect. Don't let it go. Don't let the world pull you back. Fight it. Meghna. I was going to say, did you, did we all have that bit of subtle intellect to have the desire to want to study this? Everyone has the same amount of subtle intellect. But, but it's covered by desires. So the more desires you have, it's buried deep. Mm. The less desires you have, then you, it's, it slowly gets exposed. It's covered with desires. 
And it's only the subtle intellect that allows you to think of this higher, nothing else. Yeah. So I would, I would agree that it's to do with the subtle intellect, but I'd also say it's by the grace of God. I'm a real believer in that. So, you know, I don't think that it was because of what I possess within that, within myself, I feel, I suppose, um, in gratitude of God's grace and believe that, but it's my personal belief about that. Um, and that's how I understand it for myself. That it wasn't just, you know, the fact that I thought, right, you know, I don't have that many desires. I just think that from whatever cause and effect by his grace, I am where I am spiritually. It's a bit emotional. I am emotional, but <laughs> I am I'm a real devotee. But she said she said the same thing as what I've said in a technical way. God is the fact that you're able to identify with the subject. Therefore, that is the grace that we're talking about. See, so you've been given that grace to come across a pure subject, pure knowledge about spirituality, um, for whatever cause you put in the past. But the fact that you've come across this subject means relatively compared to other people, you have less desires for the world. Comparatively. And that's on, something you guys, you will have to think about and think, yes, I do, or I don't, etc. It's all relative. We can't hear you. We can't hear you, Jasmine. Oh, sorry, I said that Meghna introduced me and Nikisha yeah. to these classes. Nikisha introduced you. No, Meghna. Oh, Meghna. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she may have told half a dozen people. I did. There you go. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> so it's, it's who, whoever is meant to get it will get it. Yeah. Whoever takes for it. I think that's the general trend, isn't it? I mean, between me and Andy, just to let everyone know, uh, when Swamiji came about eight, nine years ago, he says, well, you know, go, you could go to this lecture if you're interested. No pressure whatsoever. And um, he did say he told about another, I don't know, 15, 20 people. But when I get there, it was just me looking at myself because the other 15, 20 people hadn't turned up. Uh, who I knew, or who Andy has said he'd spoken to. So it's it, it's a numbers thing, isn't it? It's that if it's within you, it could surface any time. Mm. You know? It depends on the, the how strong that desire is to seek that. You see, when when the um, lecture was there, somebody might have said to another person, um, oh, "I'm going to go and see this new movie." So in his mind, he's saying, "Lecture, movie, the strong desire." <laughs> You'll go to the movie. Yeah. So it depends on. No, no. I, I need to go and see this lecture. It looks really interesting. The movie I can see it later on. 
but this lecture looks really interesting. I want to find out what it's about. Then you're going to go to that. So it depends how strong the desire is for, and that stands for the subtle intellect. That draws you, pulls you towards this, mm. takes you to this knowledge. Good timing. Yeah. yeah, okay. Bella, are you okay? Yes. Okay, good. But I'm glad you clarified that because, as I said, that's the most important paragraph and it's very important to understand that, to move forward in this, top, in this uh, subject. <laughs> you, you know, we really need to um, clarify more so you have a better understanding because what we do on Sunday is just the surface level. Everything has a lot of deeper meaning. <laughs> 